I tell you to be different and creative and think this way. A much used business cliche. Kayla. What is outside the box? You got it. We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome into another episode of the Outside the Box podcast, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's KB and DJ. It's episode number 192 of this show, and it's the PLL Day 2021 episode. We're going to talk about PLL Day. Uh, we're going to get into recapping the Fall Classic games because they were electric from everything we got to take in from social media, a couple NLL signings. Uh, for the brand that are our big time, a couple uh, news and notes around there. And then uh, we're going to get into our, our top five PLL moments of the season to celebrate PLL Day. Plus, before we get into anything, we got a big time, first time, like, quote unquote, online event for OTB. DJ and I are going to be opening up our PLL tops cards that we purchased two months ago. Uh, they're finally here, and we said, what better way than to open them on PLL Day? So we're going to be doing Topps card openings, not a sponsor, but if Topps wants to roll through and, and roll out the red carpet for us and sponsor us, we're open to that opportunity. Um, but we're going to be opening our PLL cards. I also got a box of Allen & Ginter uh, baseball cards, so we'll be opening those as well. I know baseball and lacrosse don't typically mix, but we're here. We're bringing everybody together. It's going to be fun. Uh, DJ's going to be opening his cards and some other things that you're going to have to tune into on the stream to see what else he's opening. It's going to be live on our Twitter, the Underground Sports Philadelphia Twitter, and the Underground Sports Philadelphia Twitch page. Highly recommend going and watching it on Twitch. It'll be your best viewing experience. You can get in the comment section, all that good stuff. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. If you follow the channel now, you'll get a notification when we go live. You'll see it all. We're going to have a camera set up to see our hands opening the cards. You're going to have face cam, all that good stuff. It's going to be a blast. Come through. We'll announce the time close because I have to do Friday night football announcing at 6 p.m. So I'm hoping to be home. Probably go live around 9, 9.30. Um, so we'll, we'll wrap out PLL day with a banger and, and do some card openings. Twitch.tv slash underground sports phi and then at otb lax pod at underground phi on twitter is where it will be live uh we'll probably clip and post highlights of any good polls we get and uh it's gonna be a lot of fun so can't wait for that and uh be a friend tell a friend spread that word and a little housekeeping for our company as a whole we are onboarding social media interns right now for the fall winter 2021-22 if you were somebody you know 
is interested in getting into the social media game, looking to tweet, Instagram, you know, if you're good with TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, whatever it may be, we are onboarding social media interns right now. Uh, I'll blast out the application link again from all of the Twitter accounts. You guys can check out undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com too. It is the number one blog on the website right now where you can click it. The link is in the blog. Go apply, be a friend, tell a friend, spread that like wildfire. If you or somebody you know is interested in getting into the social media game, we'd love to uh, sit down, have a conversation with you and potentially get you on board with our company and bring you underground. But it's episode 192 and it wouldn't be possible without our kick-ass sponsors. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. It's kind of owned by two lacrosse players. You might know them, Kyle Harrison, Chris Hogan, doing the damn thing. Also, two baseball players now on board with Daniel Descalzo and John Jay, two World Series champions. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com right now. Check out everything that they've got to offer from the blue light glasses, sunglasses. They've got watches. they got the small batch collective. The fall apparel line is there. Go check out everything that they've got at TomahawkShades.com. And when you go to check out, use our code USP. You get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order. Our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. You guys can go to StatesideVodka.com now. Get the vodka soda party packs. They're the best. It's it's all real juice, real vodka. It's hydrating vodka because there's electrolytes in that song, bitch. Same spectrum of electrolytes that is in that sports drink that starts with a G. So you're going to be actively hydrated while you're drinking Stateside. Uh, you got to be 21 or older to purchase. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. DJ, we got the sixes, the Super Sixes tournaments this weekend. We had the Fall Classic last weekend. Team USA came out firing. Get two big dubs uh, against Team Canada and against Virginia. They absolutely demolished Team Canada, though, and and kind of in some not surprising fashion, I'd say, but I, you would have expected a little more from that Canadian roster with how talented they were. But Team USA, like we didn't even talk about them on last week's episode. Absolute wagon. Like if that's who we're sending to the next big, you know, Worlds tournament, if that's who's going to the Olympics, like look out. Oh, automatic gold medal. Like I did catch a little bit of this game. Um, at some point, but I wasn't able to watch the whole thing. But I mean, the defense is what impressed me. Like, yeah, the offense looked good. They put up 11 and they kind of ran away with it at one point. But it more was about the defense, you know, like they disrupted everything Canada wanted to do. Holding a guy like Jeff Teat to one point in a game like the Fall Classic is huge. Everybody's kind of just going out there, having fun, trying to ball out. And a guy that talented, you hold to one point. It's, it's huge. The defense looked great. Yeah, they absolutely balled out. I think my biggest takeaway from this game is that JT Giles Harris looked back. Uh, he played in this one, held Chris Cloutier to 0 for 4. I just can't wait to see him in a PLL game and see his game translate to you know, a PLL field to the speed of that game. I think we were talking before we started recording, I think it's huge that Jesse Bernhardt also played in this game, so to have those two playing on the same defensive unit I think will pay dividends, even though it's for something, you know, that's very quick turnaround. It's only for a weekend, but 
to start that chemistry building in a, a high octane, you know, big energy environment. I think that's huge for JT coming back from that injury. And I just can't wait to see him uh, in a Chrome Jersey. Cause I think he's going to really, you know, stabilize that Chrome defense with Jesse coming back from injury last year, missed most of the season, having him having JT and having the pieces back there defensively for that Chrome team going into 2022 is going to be huge. Yeah, because I mean the offense is there, and and you know Connor Farrell's a great faceoff guy, so they kind of have everything else. I mean, now we got to decide who's going to be in net. The defense is going to be set when JT gets back, but their goalie is going to be their big thing. You know, um, a trade for Matt DeLuca isn't looking too bad right now. There's a certain um, certain former Syracuse Orange goalie out there too, just chilling, just chilling by the name of Drake Porter. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, I should have known that's who you're talking about. I thought you were talking about that I other mean, guy. I wouldn't hate a goalie tandem of Matt DeLuca, Drake Porter. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about that other guy that went to Syracuse that's trying to get in. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Drake Porter is chilling. Who He played this weekend. He didn't look mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, look at that USA offense. He only gave up 11. Like, yeah. That's not bad at all. You do that in the PLL, typically you're going to walk away with a win or it's you know going to come down to final possession. And overall, you'd say, hey, he played a pretty darn good game. I, I totally think, like, if I'm pseudo after watching the Fall Classic and everything, I'm, like, getting on the phone with Drake Porter and saying, hey, once the opportunity comes for us to, you know, get players from the player pool, whatever it may be, I'm bringing you to training camp. Oh, absolutely. I mean – you know, all respect to everybody who plays goalie position because I would never. But, you know, Ben Scannoni is just not going to get it done. He's for a Chrome very good year. backup. Yeah. Yeah. A great backup, but he can't be your starter. You know, with all due respect, he just, right. you need someone that's a little more consistent to be your starter. Yeah. Like if, if you go, if you're Chrome and you go and get Drake or you go trade for Matt DeLuca because. Cipriano, we'll see if he ends up retiring or not. Um, you know, he is a little bit older, but if he sticks around and you have him and Dylan Ward still, that's I think that's one of the biggest hangups too with Chrome and a potential trade if they do want to go get Matt DeLuca is how much longer is Charlie Cipriano going to be in the league and how much longer does Andy Copeland think he can hold on to all three goalies? on that roster before he has to make a move for a position of need or something like that. But if they can go get Matt DeLuca for Chrome in front of a defensive unit, that's anchored by Jesse Bernhardt and JT Giles Harris, I immediately am putting Chrome on like must watch because throughout the season last year, obviously they trade gutty to whip snakes, but they figured out their offense. They figured out the pieces that are going to work for the style of offense. They want to play yet. You know, Colin Heacock bursting onto the scene like everybody expected him to, and he's a certified superstar. You get uh, Mr. Malloy coming through looking like he's wearing, you know, Jesus sandals with the way that his, sne- the way his cleats are taped up. Um, he fit in like, like a glove. Like, he was a perfect fit for that offense. And then you have my boy Jackson Murrill, who got snubbed of, of Rookie of the Year, you know, consideration just because of how deep this rookie class was. But if this was a normal year and you don't have guys like Jeff T and, you know, stuff like that, I would be shocked if Jax Murrell wasn't being considered as a Rookie of the Year candidate uh, for the way that he played. He definitely got snubbed to being an All-Star, but that's just me. But those three guys, I think, 
can carry an offense on any roster. And the fact that Chrome has all those guys, whether it was from and it's all from different aspects of the draft, you know, drafting style. It's you brought them in from the player pool. You brought one in from the, the MLL uh, entry draft. And then you obviously got Jackson in the fourth round of the college draft, which is, I don't know if I look at this probably like once or twice a month, the, the fourth round of the 2021 college draft for the PLL arguably contributed more or same level of contribution that the first round did. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, it's crazy to look at who was in this college draft, first of all, because of how deep it was, but to look at who contributed. Because typically, some of these guys, you'll draft them, they won't always contribute. Like, you look at how, uh, you know, Chaos is drafted over the last couple of years, they haven't necessarily drafted guys that contributed right away or have even stepped onto a PLL field in a chaos uniform. But you look at the first round this year of the PLL college draft, Jeff T, Michael Sowers, JT Giles Harris obviously didn't play. Michael Sowers barely played because of injury. TD, Jared Connors for archers. You know, he was in and out of the lineup. Um, Mac O'Keefe was great for chaos. Connor Kirst was in and out of the lineup for whips. Uh, And then docs, it took a little bit for him to get into that Atlas lineup, but he ended up contributing more, down the stretch and as as the season went on but you look at round four this fourth round arguably deepest fourth round draft class ever in like lacrosse history <laughs> like <laughs> steven reefus went number one in round four was a massive contributor to that cannon's offense rookie Gerard of the year candidate yeah rookie of the year candidate in the fourth round gerard Arciri obviously didn't play but Great backup to have for Trevor. Ethan Walker was the third pick in the fourth round. Like, yeah. what a game changer he was for the Water Dogs. Jackson Morrill was the fourth pick in the fourth round. Massive contributor for Chrome. Jamie Trimboli was the fifth pick for Redwoods. Didn't do much for the Woods, but then he ends up going to the Cannons. Gets playing time. He played in the league this year. Contributed to two teams. Uh, Chaos, Ryan Smith. Come on now. Like... Massive contributor as soon as he got here. He was scoring goals left and right. Uh, Whip Snakes, Nick Grill, that ends up netting them Justin Gutterding. So, I mean, like, that's a, a key contribution, if you will. Um, and then the Redwoods took Charlie Leonard, which TD gets hurt. You needed a guy to step up, and he was there. And to, he did. He played well, that. too. Yeah. Played extremely well, you know. Especially against a guy like Joe Nardella, came in and, and played well. I mean, granted, he didn't play a bunch because we picked up uh, – who was it? Drew Simenow. right before that game. But <clears throat> he stepped in for that last game against Chaos. And, Flew in on his own dime. Yep. And had he not been there, it probably would have been, I don't know, Isaiah Davis Allen taking face-offs the whole game. Yeah, or freaking Eddie Glazner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun to it's see. Not like we have like Graham Hasek who can like easily take a face off like the archers have. Yeah, or CJ Costabile and we can triple pull like Chaos yeah. does. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. 
and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. That fourth round of the 2021 college draft will go down in my mind as like one of the most like key draft rounds in PLL history just because of how much it added to all of those rosters. Because whether they contributed on the field or like a Nick Grill who ends up getting traded for a key piece for the Whip Snakes to go back to the championship game, that's a contribution in my book. Um, and I think Nick Grill is going to be a, a big piece for that that Chrome defense next year to go along with JT, go along with Jesse and, and the rest of the boys on that Chrome defense. Yeah, I'm interested to see how Chrome – what they do with their defense. They have a lot of polls now with Nick Grove coming in and JT getting healthy. I think they have like six or seven now. So I'm interested to see how training camp goes, who makes the active roster, who starts, et cetera. If they shift anyone around to play different positions. But like I said, I kind of wouldn't mind seeing JT up at up at pole. It, it, it could work. Yeah, I, I'm, I just want to see him on the field. Like, I just want to see him finally play like we've been waiting for it obviously since the moment the PLL came through and was like hey we're here it was like all right let's look at some of these players playing in college right now who's going to succeed I think everybody overwhelmingly was waiting to see JT Giles Harris on a field in a PLL jersey and we almost had the opportunity this year but then obviously the injury happens but it was good to see him back out there playing looks healthy and shut down one of the best attackmen that the world has to offer in Chris Cloutier. A PLL champion at that. He just shut down a PLL champion a, a, month a, a month after he's a champion. He's still a champion. Yeah, and still he, champ. And he shut him down. Like, uh, fresh off an injury, it sounds pretty good to me. Isn't it crazy that the PLL championship was a month ago? Yeah. Like, it feels like it's one of those things where it feels like it was yesterday, but it also feels like it was, like, a decade ago. Yep, feels like forever, but I can remember the entire the entire day. Yeah, still champs. It's winning good. It is winning good. Couldn't tell you. Um, I haven't won anything. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, and then the U.S. beats Virginia eight seven, I believe. Um, Virginia had a, a comeback, but then the boy, the champ, Jack Rowlett, shuts it down. Has a, a game winning save. Uh, for Team USA, played some lockdown D with uh, an over-the-head stop. And uh, a teammate, this is from U.S. Lags Magazine, a quote in here says, a teammate told Jack Rowlett when he returned to the sideline, way to take his lunch money. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a classic. And Jack said, I'm getting confident in the over-the-head uh, I'm getting comfortable with it. I feel like my hands are quick enough at this point where if I see it, I can get it. If Jack Rowlett's mastering over the head stops, look out. Deep boy. Like, that, that's going to take his game 
to a level that I think a lot of people didn't realize it could reach. Where, like, we all know Jack's a great defender, but if he can add that to his arsenal, it's like fucking Batman adding some new weapon to the, the bat. Actual superpowers? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe actual superpowers. You you should know how I feel about Batman by now. He's a how'd regular you, human being just with gadgets. How'd if, you, I had, if I had gadgets in a Batmobile, guess what I'd be? Batman. Are you kidding me? So ipso facto, you're saying like Jeff Bezos is Batman. I, Jeff Bezos has more than enough money to make himself Batman. He, now, could, pay, he could pay Elon to make him a Batmobile. Now and I know he has to do is buy gadgets. I know this is a streamer season, but I have to ask: Did you see the Batman trailer? Now, I have seen the Batman trailer. How do you feel about the Batman? I mean, I like the movies. I just think Batman is not a great superhero because he's not a superhero. He's a regular person with gadgets in a car. So you feel the same way about Iron Man? No, Iron Man like got like the jetpack or whatever. <laughs> I ain't got no jetpack. That's, that's not a real superpower, though. I mean, he flying. You you fly. Uh, well, yeah, I guess kind of. I'm, I'm saying mean, this is as an Iron Man stand. I, I mean, love yeah, Iron Man. You're kind of right. Iron I Man mean, is the is the MCU equivalent to what Batman is. He's yeah, a rich bazillionaire weapons mogul. Yeah, I mean, fighting crime. Black Panther as well. They're you know nothing without the suit. Yeah. There's no superhero in that. Like it's just the, the suit makes him a superhero. But more, Black Panther's got that vibranium though that is kind of like in that super, echelon yeah. of like super like thing where Batman's armor just, and Iron Man's armor is just like we man-made. Could, we, like you can make that down in your basement, right? <laughs> With a box of scraps. <laughs> no, <Nah>, for real. <laughs> Uh yeah, I'm excited for the Batman. Can't wait. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's more like a good old Bob Pattinson. More like a Superman. That's what he'd become. He he'd become Superman. He'd be the best cover guy in the league. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. I wouldn't I wouldn't pick any other defenseman to be my number one cover guy. If if he's there's very few him. defensemen, if any, that I'm taking right now over Jack Rowlett. Based on youth, based on skill, based on swagger and confidence. And based on just the way that his style of play translates to the PLL, like if I if we're doing a, a redraft of the entire, like say it's like survivor style, drop your buffs, and we got to do a redraft of the entire league. Jack Rowlett's no doubt in my mind the first defenseman off the board. Yeah. For all of those things factored in age, skill set, the way that he plays the game, the confidence, the swagger, like he's probably the first defenseman taken. You could probably make the argument that Matt Dunn goes number one, but I would say it's one of those two. Yeah. Those two right now are the best defenders in the league. And and Graham's a close third. And in my yeah, opinion, like I mean totally. I'm scared of that man. Yeah, one hundred. <laughs> unless your name's Lyle Thompson, no, uh, nobody else is. On, on a lacrosse, player. when it comes to lacrosse, I am scared. I would never line up against Graham Hossick and just yeah, those three. Any any way you want to chop it up, those three are the top three. I think. 
Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of people vying for the rest of the position. I mean, defenses seem to be the very focal point that everybody's been focusing on. I mean, obviously the offensive talent is there on every team, but Mm -hmm. it's that defensive piece that that wins you games, seriously. Totally. Like, that seems to have been the trend a lot this past offseason where teams were just like, okay, how do we get our defense better? Yeah, I mean, I, wish... I think that's going to be a trend for the next couple of years too. With just how, like you said, how much offensive talent is in the league, a lot of teams are going to be like, okay, how do we improve our defense? How do we improve our defense depth? Like, what can we do to get better defensively? Hopefully, the the Woods figure that out this year. Not going to say any names. We are on Matt Landis' watch. He was in Jack Near's wedding. I, I did say way too early prediction that he was going to play this year. So, I mean, fantastic. not saying much, but a poll lineup with Finn Sullivan, Matt Landis, Eddie Glazner, and uh, John Sexton. I mean, Carl Hartzell is the backup LSM. I mean, I like it. I don't mind that. Well, let's not forget Jack Near. I mean, Jack, Jack not close. And Nicole not close. Congratulations, by the way. I love that. That's their their Instagram. But tag. I'm saying that like, is that is awesome. It's so great. It's one of the best Instagram handles. Not close. Because I'm like, I saw that and I'm like, whose last name is not close? <laughs> I click on it and I'm like, oh, Jack Near, because it's not close. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, no, just I having mean, like Jack Near in the rotation and having that depth there. Yep. And I mean Isaiah Davis Allen, Kevin Unterstein, Patrick Harbison. I mean, there's the defense is right where it needs to be, just one piece. And taking all bias and selfishness aside, I just miss watching Matt Landis play lacrosse. Bias and selfishness. I like that. But yes, I, <laughs> I 100%. As I sit here in a Redwoods jersey, <laughs> I 100% wish uh, he would come back and. Like, like you I just said, miss just... watching him play because I feel like if he was not, you know, with his military obligations, like he would be on that same trajectory like Jack. Like he would be up there being talked about as one of the best defensemen in the league. And I was I was telling a friend like, oh, if Matt Landis comes back to Woods and winning the championship, he's like, who is Matt Landis? I said, oh, let me show you right. a little something. Pulled up the there's a video like a ten minute video of Matt Landis and Lyle Thompson going back and forth their entire oh. time in college. I will rewatch that any day of my life. Just that if is. I'm on my deathbed, just replay that video for me, please. Project that on my tombstone. Oh, blessings. The uh, whenever they play the Redwoods hype video too, I always thank the good graces that Eddie Glazner had a brain in his head and switched from number forty one to number thirty. Because looking back at any highlights of Eddie Glazner, number 41, it looks so bad on him. Yeah. Jersey analytics for the day. And and Garrett Apple switching from 11 to 52. 52 makes so much more sense. Yes. I hated he, when he switched to 11. It made no sense. He moves like an offensive lineman, so it makes total sense that he was 52. And he runs like a linebacker. <laughs> I will say it is electric when Garrett Apple has a clear path to run <laughs> and he just fucking bull rushes his way down the field and scores. 
Oh, I thought you meant we had clear paths and dropped his shoulder oh. in someone's head. <laughs> no, I'm but yeah, he's been doing when, that his whole when life. The field parts like the Red Sea, and he's just running down with like his stick, like a metal detector. Well, I mean, are you gonna get in his way? Hell no! You gotta catch that elbow to the to the throat. <laughs> like I'd pass. It's like getting in the way of Derrick Henry. Exactly. No. You saw what Micah Hyde did this. Yeah, this man's the bravest human on earth. He just got ran over and grabbed his leg. Like, this is good enough. Which I mean, it is. I could. I last line of defense. I wouldn't ask for more out of you. Nope. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett up was switching to eleven. I was like, what are we doing here? It it looks bad. Number looks eleven is terrible. a total offensive number. It, no. It just should be on the lacrosse field. <laughs> it looks so weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but you don't even play lacrosse. Let's so stop it. It's okay. You can rock sticks. It's the best number on the planet. The, stick, the sticks don't look good on the lacrosse field. Yes, they do. I had a goalie that wore sticks, and he wasn't good. Well, goalies shouldn't be wearing number 11. That's that terrible goalie number for jersey analytics. I mean, it's just bad in general. There's if no... you're a goalie and you don't have a zero in your number, you're doing it wrong. Sticks is such a baseball number. Sticks is a baseball number. It's a good wing number. No. You're trying to push this so hard. I'm just no, not I'm having just it. Saying. <laughs> 11 does not look good on the cross field. We can put a poll out if you want, but I, I don't think I think it looks people, beautiful. I don't think many people rock 11. Now I'm curious to see where's number eleven in the league. Because I'm totally Joel White. Joel White looked beautiful in eleven. He's like the only exception. I don't think anyone else wears eleven. I literally don't think anyone else wears eleven. Archers, they definitely don't, because I would know what their number looks like. Um, did Redwoods have anybody? I don't think so. I'm looking at like the potential uh, culprits. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whips. Ryan Tierney wears number 11. He barely plays, so it's all right. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, he doesn't look he doesn't look too bad. But, I mean, you see what I mean? There's two people wearing the number in the entire league. Hey, Sticks I'm gonna, just saying it. I'm on the movement. Let's let's get it rolling. Oh, are, are you about to step out there and rock sticks for the Hell movement? Hell no. Do, what, does it look like I can move like that? Absolutely not. <laughs> You could be a nice little face-off guy rocking sticks. I would collapse. My knee <laughs> would give out on sight. You can't do the SMG? Oh, no. There's another person, but he definitely did not play once this year. Dalton Crossan, former running back for Chaos. <laughs> former <laughs> running back? <laughs> he was a running back in the NFL. Wait, we got more NFL players coming over? Yeah, he was a running back in the NFL, and he was on Chaos's, like, uh, training camp roster but he never played in a game but he was on their roster like the entire season 
No, no, you're pushing so hard right now. That does no, not... I'm I'm not including him in. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that does just... not work. No, I'm just saying I'm confused. I was confused that he was still listed on their roster because he never suited up for them. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, can as I make far a as training? I can, can I make a training camp roster so I can right? flex that I'm on a roster? <laughs> Y'all saw me at sixes. I mean, subtle flex, no big deal. Three games, three goals, six assists, nine total points. I mean. 20-minute running hash doesn't sound too bad to me. <laughs> I was a big defensive piece. What if they said, we'll Couple let you on a training camp piece. roster, but you got to wear number 11? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> disrespect. There was There was a goalie who did wear number 11, and I'll give him props because he played well. J.D. Colarusso. Oh, you're right. You're right. Who I will stand by. J.D. is human version of a Pixar character. <laughs> His headshot on the PLL website looks like if they humanized somebody from a Pixar movie, that is J.D. And I would love to see J.D. in a Pixar movie. Well, Disney, you heard it here first. Let's J.D. Colarusso in a Disney movie. Let's go. But but which one? Ooh. Make it his own. Ooh. They should do a, movie. They should do a live action Incredibles with JD Colarusso as Mr. Incredible. No, Mark Lucini's Mr. Incredible. <laughs> he, he does got he is Mr. Incredible, hands down. I've all so, I've said that for years. So ever so, since I, mean, I met Mark, I said <laughs> if they ever do a live action Incredibles. I need Mark Lucini auditioning for Mr. Incredible because it would be fantastic. So can JD be dashed in? I mean, he is a little shorter. <laughs> That's kind of what Adam Gittleman looks like in the All-Star game, running around with a shorty. <laughs> now, you know who there? JD kind of looks like? Since it would be like a reimagined thing. Imagine like, you know, Edna retired from making like the super suits and stuff. JD is Edna's son and holds the mantle and takes up being the new super suit creator. No way. JD mode. Oh. Imagine yeah. JD just yelling at Martin, no capes. I said, no capes. You see this? Cape dead. Cape dead. Yeah, the show no. is absolutely stupid. <laughs> would would I make a PLL roster to wear eleven? That was the one condition. I'd say yes, with the condition that I actually get to suit up and play for one game. Yeah, at I'll, least one. I'll allow that. If I can get you, in, get to be on a, a game day roster. Yep. If I can be on a game day roster, but I have to wear eleven, I'd make it happen. I'd do it. But I'd never play the cross again. That's just that's a disgrace. There's no way I'd look good in 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 sticks. No way. I think you would, because you're tall. That's even worse. No, now I just not. look like a pogo stick. Pause. No, I think I think tall people look good at number eleven. Tall athletes that wear number eleven, it it fits. 
Yeah, my high school quarterback wore 11. He was pretty tall. He was like 6'4", or something like that, 6'5". He looked all right in the sticks. Yeah, I mean, some of the best athletes to ever do it have worn number 11. Look at Larry Fitzgerald. He is a pretty good receiver. Drew Holiday. Yeah, right. champ. Yeah, right. He had my fantasy team, but he got hurt. <laughs> so now I got to put him on the bench. Can we talk about since we haven't seen Chaos's rings yet either, but we saw the Milwaukee Bucks ring? Uh, yeah. Chaos got to step up now. I, I'm excited to see what it's going to look like. I mean, gonna, but, Chaos going to have to have like a little scorpion insert that comes out and you can put that on a chain. Imagine a hologram. Hologram. You could just press a button, a little scorpion. Did they say what that QR code in the Bucks ring did? No. <laughs> I haven't seen anything about it. That ring, though, is next level. It's So I'm excited to see Chaos. It's disgusting. I mean, the, the two Whip Snakes rings have been gorgeous. So amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they do for Chaos's ring. Because you know it's going to be. There's going to be something that says 3.2% in it. There's going to be something like the. I wouldn't be shocked if Hezbollah's face is engraved on that ring. <laughs> At least in Ian's. <laughs> Champ. On the side, it's going to say champs. Finger pointing up. Speaking of rings, did you see the Chicago Sky won the WNBA championship? Yes, I did. And did you see who their special guest was for their parade? No, but I saw they got a call from Barack Obama today. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But no, it was um the door that Diana Taurasi broke after the game. <laughs> Diana Taurasi's comment, there were a lot of doors in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's savage. First, you bring a door, a broken door to your parade as a oh special guest. And then she goes... It was a lot of doors in there. <laughs> Speaking of the WNBA, shout out to a uh, friend of the show, longtime supporter of the show, Robin Brown. Uh, she finished up with the Connecticut Sun. That was her final run with them. She's going to be moving on to a new job. Don't know where yet, but wherever it is, whoever, whatever team, company it is, they just got a million times better because uh, Robin's one of the best in the game. Uh, so shout out to a longtime homie of the show. And uh, can't wait to see the next destination because I know you're going to crush it there. Um, but yeah, the uh, the fall classic. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a classic. That's, it was good. I mean, it was good to see like some of these these guys get back out there. Whether it was they hadn't played all year or they just came off a championship, and having lacrosse back to watch um, was electric and. We got the Super Sixes tournament this weekend on Saturday and Sunday with uh, Team USA, the Iroquois Nationals, and Team Canada, both men's and women's down in Sparks, Maryland. So very excited for that. I'm totally going to be tuning in because I just want to see how these guys play um, in, in a Sixes style. You know, we read off the Iroquois Nationals Sixes roster last episode and it's an electric factory. I like to have the Thompson brothers, Tahoka. I'm I'm very excited to see Tahoka play sixes. Like, I think his style of play is going to translate so well. I want to see him play some defense for real. <laughs> Just 
Can we get him on a coma slide across the crease? Bullying people. <laughs> I did like what would you do if you're just driving to the net and you see Tohoka come in coma slide across the crease? <laughs> I just drop my stick. I don't even want to play no more. You can have it. I'll, I'll come chase you. I'll come play some defense on you. I got it. I'm trying to see who else is going to be on. Also, Connor Schellenberger will absolutely be a beast in PLL. That is what this weekend showed me. He is going yeah. to be a beast. The the men's the Team USA men's Super Sixes roster looks awesome. Uh, it's Justin Anderson, Matt Brando, Dan Bucaro, Liam Burns, Ryan Conrad, John Crawley, Ryan Drenner in sixes is just a, a fucking dream come true. Ryder Garnsey in sixes, dream come true. Gitz is going to be playing goalie. Very excited for that. Mark Lucini in sixes is going to be electric. Uh, Zach Goodrich, Justin Gutterding, Jack Kelly, Connor Kirst, Pat Resch, Brad Smith, Brian Tevlin, Ryan Tierney. Man. That's an awesome sixes roster. Start Jack Kelly. Put Gitz in the field. Please. Please. <laughs> we need Gitz in the field. I want to see Gitz play sixes. I'd, I mean, I'd be most excited for that. To have Ryder, Drenner, and Gutty on this team, I think is just that's a dream come true. Those three guys in particular, like their style of play, I think is going to be fantastic for sixes. I really like Justin Anderson as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we saw some of him with with Chrome, but I feel yeah. like he could be a guy that could cause a turnover and then go down and score right away in six. Same so. with Bucaro. Like we saw him with Atlas, but I think He'll get another chance. He'll get more of an opportunity to like showcase his game. I'm glad John Crawley's playing this because we didn't get to see a lot of him this year uh, with Atlas. I think Brad Smith is going to be great with sixes. Get to see more of his game in, in kind of a, a two-way type of player. Um, get to showcase Ryan Tier anymore. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Pat Resch, I think, is going to be great. Hopefully he'll shoot this time. <laughs> Unlike in the championship game. <laughs> um Screaming up from the booth. (laughs) For your selfish reason. Well, our selfish reasons. Play pickup. (laughs) Plays reared in half a point. Figured, Um, oh yeah, he'd get an assist. He's got that in the bag. Patrick Rush, wide open. Nah, I'm a passer. Can we get a hockey assist in here, please? (laughs) I gave him a little mess for it at the after. I know. He's like, it's like, dog, I just do my job. I get the ball, get into offense, I get off. That's it. I said you're right. That's the same thing I did when I played. Now here's well, here's something that was my I'm coach's fault. I'm very excited for the the Canada Super Sixes roster. Have you seen this? I'm not. I don't believe right. so. Here we go. Chris Cluche, Graham Hosick, Jonathan Donville, Ryan Lee, Matt Wright, Dyson Williams. I need a drum roll for this one, DJ. Kevin Crowley Big Cat is here I can't wait That's the homie Through and through Very excited to see Big Cat back out there Clark Peterson Reed Bowering in sixes Is I can't wait I can't wait for that He is like the epitome of a sixes player Uh, Mark Matthews 
Treasy, Latrell Harris, Jeff T wearing 51 this time, uh, Brian Cole, Zach Courier, Ben McIntosh, Dane Smith, Jonathan Peshko. And then your goalies are Drake Porter, Brett Dobson, Dylan Ward. I kind of want to see Dylan Ward play in the field. <laughs> what would that be like? Can we get him a poll? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, I just I just want to see him like all star game with a poll. Like, I'm just so happy to see Kevin Crowley back playing lacrosse. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. I have not seen him play lacrosse since March 7th of 2020. And then a few weeks, the wings get back popping. The boys saw Ben McIntosh and Anthony Jokum at the Flyers game the other night. Oh, I can't wait. So excited to get into that. Still no TV deal. Still kind of waiting on that, boys. Boys and girls, let's get that rolling. Need to figure out where I'm going to be watching. Speaking of TV, PLL put all the games from 2021 back on Peacock. Might have to go on a watch spree this weekend. <laughs> I mean, what is there to uh, What do I want to watch? I kind of, I kind of want to watch the championship game since we were there. I kind of want to watch it on TV and see how it like played Ooh, on TV. Yeah, because it, it didn't even play. It just overwhelmed in person. And I want to hear Burke and Boyle on the call. We heard a little bit of it from where we were, but did, nah. you, see, did you see Jordy's tweet the other day? No. Said he was uh it was a very good tweet. Shout out Jordy. Um let me find it here. He was watching the Golden Knights game. And what did it say? This is such a good tweet. Jordy, you tweet too much. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. You already know. I think that's how it always goes. like 45 minutes and we're at like Chelsea. (laughs) What are we doing? Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back.
I'll have to search it. It was about Burke calling hockey. <laughs> um, because that is the truth. We get spoiled with Burke. Call- Here it is. Hearing Brendan Burke call this Vegas for a St. Louis game, and all I can think about is that he's about to call Sergio Perkovic pulling up and splashing a two bomb. Hopefully, I have enough hockey lax crossover followers for this tweet to make sense. <laughs> Brandon Berg might be one of the best commentators in the game. Oh, 100%. Sure, he does the hockey thing, whatever, but like he picked up lacrosse like it was nothing and has like really done such a phenomenal job. And if the PLL is not on NBC next year, it's going to be probably my biggest sadness. Is that we won't have Boylan Burke. I mean, that's like the only sadness I have about it, to be honest. Um, yeah. But after watching the Knicks, that and if they get rid night, of the if they get rid of the the song, <laughs> if you we don't get that's gotta be like PLL like copyright. Yeah, like that. That's there. I found the full song on SoundCloud. Really, the guy who made it. It's on SoundCloud. Now I know what you do in your spare time. Well, I was looking for it for like a video and then the full song was there, not just like the like 25 second clip. And I was like, there's a full song. <laughs> Let me hear what this John on. I was like, oh, it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally like PLL theme song or something is the title of it. It's hilarious. <laughs> But what I do know is if they go to ESPN, we need Mike Breen. Bang! After, wa- after so watching that Celtics-Knicks game last night. Me, that went to all cast. Mike Breen's on the call. Yo, I was so hyped. I don't know. Did we talk about how Carly met Mike Breen yeah. last week? Like, I'm so fucking jealous that our friend, friend of the show kicks by Carly. She was at the Knicks game a couple weeks ago, texted me, oh, forgot to send you this. And she got a picture with Mike Breen outside the garden. Like, come on. That's a legendary photo. You got two legends in the photo. Man, he's not Carly. Just, I mean, she (laughs) she might be a legend, but (laughs) Carly is definitely a certified legend. She was, I was talking to Carly. She got, uh, she got called back to her alma mater at Syracuse to do a whole thing with Kicks by Carly. So oh, she's that's doing the damn thing. That is fire. But um, I mean, that's a goaded picture. Can I get right? that like printed out and signed by the three of you? Tops, MS- put it on MS- a card. MSG, Mike Breen, and, and, and Kicks, Kicks by, by Carly. Carly. Put it on a card, Tops. Mike, Breen, Mike Breen is definitely on our like white whale list of interviews. Oh, Oh, I'd lose the it. Day, the day that Mike Breen comes on this podcast, it's a wrap. I, I faint. It's over. I faint. Right I'm here. about to yell bang and faint so <laughs> fucking hard. I'm telling you, like, oh, just Mike Breen calling a two-pointer. <sighs> Parkovic from downtown. Bang! <laughs> Or, or the Matt Rambo game winner from 2019 oh. against Matt Landis in the championship game. A Mike Breen call of that. Dude, Chuck, it's Rambo. Chuck's call of that was... Oh, it was great. All time. It was great. 
so good. But just to, if I've, I obviously was watching it at home, but if yeah. I would have heard Mike Breen, here's Rambo behind the net, makes a move. Matt Land is covering. He gets a step on him. He takes a hey, bang. Rambo turns. The whip stakes. The whip stakes win the championship. This is all over, folks. Oh, my God. I'd still be watching that right now. I think it's so funny that all of our podcasts on this network, like we have our own little like niche like thing that we talk about. Like we have Jeopardy as like our show because it's in the intro, and we have Mike Breen and just dumb shit that we talk about. Like streamer season, there's not an episode that goes by where Dylan and I don't talk about Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and like it was rumored that like a Michael Fassbender movie was coming out in the next couple of weeks on Netflix and like Dylan almost fainted. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny that we just have like these fucking like niche things on all these shows. It's so funny. Um, People don't even know our funniest niche. That I just want to be like you. when I That's true. <laughs> there's that there's no clue. podcast science. Oh. Uh, Jeopardy. Freaking Mike Breen. Come for Mike the content, Breed. stay for the dad jokes. Please. The real ones, no. Shrek knows. That's how I were the number six podcast on lacrosse Twitter. Six. Hmm. That after, seems kind of. After this card opening, we better shoot uh, to the moon. The moon, you hear me? Bump post game down a few notches. Either that or to an island. Island <laughs> What a segue. Before we get to our top five PLL moments of the season, DJ and I are going to draft. <laughs> so fucking stupid. But the <laughs> Island Boys have taken over Twitter. <laughs> if you've not seen the Island Boys, do yourself a favor. Pause this podcast right now and go watch the one minute clip of the Island Boys. Just, just search they Island Boys are... on Twitter. Electric factories. Absolutely hilarious. So we're going to draft lacrosse players that we think would be Island Boys. I think it's on you to go first this time. Yeah. So uh, number one, Island Boy. Strictly from vibes and one simple DM I got from this person. Number one, Latrell Harris. Oh, I hate <laughs> is 1,000% an Island Boy. Um, number two, or I guess my number one, Romar Dennis. Yeah. And ironically, following up with Trevor Baptiste. Oh, I like that. Trevor would just be walking. <laughs> I'm an island boy, bro. <laughs> but I'm the fast one. I got I'm that the, speed. I got boy. that speed. Fucking love Trevor. Trevor is, it's so funny that he's from New Jersey because he sounds like he's from like San Diego. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it was the four years at Denver. They got to him. Sounds like he would be in a surfer movie on Disney Channel in the 90s. <laughs> Surf's up. <laughs> uh, who's number two for me on the Island Boys of Lacrosse? Um,. In a hilarious pick, <laughs> Matt Rambo. 
I guarantee Matt Rambo would just be vibing with the Island Boys. <laughs> I couldn't imagine the three of them together. <laughs> I couldn't, but then I could. Like, imagine Rambo in that jacuzzi where they were freestyling and he's just chilling. Like, <laughs> with, fucking, oh, with a cheesesteak? With Tucker Rambo. And a cheesesteak. <laughs> His dog's just like bobbing its head. I'm an island boy. Uh, number three. Who else? Um, this one's gonna be because of his company. And I don't want to mix the name up, but it is, yeah, uh, I'm going to go uh, Randy Stotts because he is one of the co-founders of Turtle Island Lacrosse. Is he on a PLO roster? He's on Chrome. Oh, yeah, you're right. I just forgot he hadn't played in a while. Yeah, because he got hurt. Um, yeah. Um Next so one, different avenue, just, but yeah, the next one is just a pure swag pick. Ryder Garnsey. Yeah, that's one thousand percent yes. And then my fourth, strictly off the way he looked when he pulled up to All Star Weekend, he looked like he had just got off a deserted island. Mikey Slosher. <laughs> He's a Michigan boy. <laughs> no, we don't all look like that. I promise. I promise we don't all look like that. Looks but like, like Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between the way he looked and just like, I don't know, just his aura just makes <laughs> me think he would, he'd just be, like you said, like Rambo just in the back, like sipping a, sipping a broken coconut, <laughs> just chilling. What up? I'm Mikey. I'm really good at lacrosse. Um, who else would be an island? But this is what pick four for me. Yep. Um, now I feel like I gotta look at a roster. These next two picks are pivotal. Um, you say pivotal, like your lists ever are better than mine. No, in in just in terms of the overall like grouping, like oh, I don't want to, okay. I don't want to present anything to the Island Boys that would be. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know my list always come out on top of you. <laughs> um. Oh, Ryan Drenner, with the long hair flowing. You've taken two of my picks now. You see how good my list would be if you didn't do that. Drenner. Oh, and pick five, Tyson Bell. Tyson Bell's number five. Hands down. Tyson Bell's hands down an island boy. Wow. We're really bad. 
We didn't say Jeff T or Jake Carraway. I don't think they would be. No, they are literal island boys themselves. <laughs> you not see how they act on a lacrosse field with each other? They are the lacrosse version of the island boys. They are ridiculous <laughs> with each other. It is unreal. I'd have to go I'd go Jake Carraway for my fifth spot, but Jeff T would definitely be an honorable mention. So who did you end up they, taking? They gotta be a combo, actually. They gotta be my fifth together. It's the combo boys. <laughs> Number one was Romar. Romar, Trevor. Ryder. Ryder. Mikey. Mikey. And and then the combo. Pete Carraway. They're a two for one. And I said Latrell. um, Rat Mambo. Rambo. I wish he would just change his handles to Matt Rambo. Like, Rat Mambo. <laughs> He's Rat Mambo. <laughs> That'd be his island That's boy the name. best part of the island boy stuff is that you can literally fill in anything to that beat and it's hilarious. It's literally hilarious. And then I said Randy Stotts because he's Turtle Island Boy. Um, and then I said Drenner. And Tyson Bell. I mean, for what it's worth, that's that combo of our lists combined. That's a pretty damn good list. <laughs> the motherfucker. If I had to island, be stuck on a deserted island, that's a pretty nice. Group that's a ragtag team right there. That the that is island boys, man. What a sensation! As long as we can add like Anthony Bourdain to the mix. <laughs> Can we get the Island Boys at like PLL All Star Weekend judging the skills competition next year? And it's either he not an Island Boy or he an Island Boy. Josh Byrne goes between the legs on a shot. He's going to take it to the top. (laughs) Oh. Jay Carlson's a nice honorable mention. More for his play. Yeah. Like, like Jay Carlson has to be playing lacrosse in order right. to be an island boy. Yeah. He's not, he's not just an island Gotta boy. Put his best on. If he's on the lacrosse field, he's an island boy. Put my jersey on. The fucking island boys. The first time he goes between the legs next year, I'm buying the jersey. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. I already have one on right now. Y'all might not ever see this again. Well, I don't know. This jersey's pretty nice. He's going to dive in the crease. (laughs) Scoring goals. Oh. There's a face off at the stripe. I wish there was a goalie cool enough to be. Island boy. Oh, you, honorable mention Scott Ratliff. Oh yeah, yeah. My goodness, that dude is like <clears throat> literal, literal island boy. Austin Top. Yes and no. Ironic, yeah. Like it's like oh, he's got to be like another. He's another one of those circumstantial people. He has to be on the bench. Yeah. 
on the bench of a game, Austin Cott is definitely an island. Pure vibes. Oh, his vibes are immaculate on the sideline. He got so excited when I told him I knew who he was and he was the best hype man in the PLO. Takes team morale to the top. He's like, Blaze, Blaze, you hear this? You hear this? He goes, I'm the best hype man in the PLO. I'm the best hype man in the PLO. It's like, I know who I am. He, he knows who I am. Like, like it's working. <laughs> That's incredible. So those are our island boys. Uh, but it is PLL day as you guys are listening to this. So we're going to do uh, just straight through. DJ is going to give his top five. I'm going to give my top five PLL moments from 2021. Could be just a goal. Could be a, a event that happened, whatever it may be. Um, so top five moments. Uh, and if DJ doesn't win that pair of Bose headphones that the PLL is giving away, I will be thoroughly insulted. Yeah, well, I mean, not a sponsor, but that that tweet blew up again, right? That's like the fourth time that tweet's blown up on my page. It's like the, the four horsemen of the PLL social media like the tweet, like Keegs, RJ, Mike Rabel, and the league account. Yeah, like that's like how many times is my name in the bucket now? <laughs> Please let me know. Oh, number so, number go, one, go, go five to one. Five to one. Five is going to have to be game winner from Ryder Garnsey against Chaos last weekend. In Albany. Yep. That was a good one. That was a great goal. Oh, my. Shook him, put it high, high, close, close corner, and then celebrated like no other. Because the wildest part about that goal is like as good as Blaze is. There was like nothing he could have done to have stopped that, the way that he was angled. Yeah, it was all. It all came from the dodge, and it was just dodge shot. Uh, no one had enough time to react. It was such a good shot. Good pick, number four. Who? Um. Hmm. Paul Rabel's two bomb through contact. That was that was what Maryland. Yep, that was an awesome shot. That game was just so good because it was back and forth between them and Atlas. That was one of the best games of the season. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It was either that or Chrome and Atlas. It's just yeah. something when those two teams play is always something. It's like a literal bloodbath is on yeah. <laughs> on the market. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great shot. Um, Plus, it was at Homewood. Yeah, which I mean, what what better place for him to to do it? Than Who'd have thunk there. that was Paul's last time playing at Homewood? You know, I kind of called it way last summer, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Not gonna brag too much about being right about Paul retiring. <laughs> Number three. Um, this is a lot harder than there's it so many. Oh, you could just pick and choose. Um number three. Chaos one in the chip. I I couldn't have been more excited for one, my second favorite team in the league, Roll Woods. 
to go ahead and, and, and win. Um, two, the Whips finally lost in a championship game. That I couldn't have been happier. And three, the after party was insane. That that championship day was amazing. Yeah. Best all second best weekend, PLO weekend this year. In my humble opinion. Valid. Number two. Matt got that Austin stopped opening weekend fight. <laughs> it almost doesn't get better than that. Almost. And what makes me upset is me and my friend were sitting there at the game Saturday night and we were thinking about just hanging around at Patriot Place and like hitting the bar or whatever there. We decided to go back to the hotel. We could have seen the fight first person live in action. I could have had a video that I I could have gone famous for that. I could have been famous for producing that video. And I blew it. That's hilarious. And you're number one. Opening weekend, making the vlog and all the social pages, getting my opportunity here. Like, boom. Can't you cannot beat opening weekend, in my opinion, this past year. That was sick. The best experience. Besides almost dying on the highway multiple times. But other than that. <laughs> It was an amazing weekend. I mean, Miles Jones went airborne for like the first goal of the year. Like, it, that was an electric weekend to open things up in Boston. Got a Tom Brady bobblehead for like twenty five bucks. Steal. And I mean, so since I got that, I had to draft him on my fantasy team this year. I can't just look at him every day and watch him tear it up. On just need a reason team. to have a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah, I can't watch him tear it up on somebody else's team while I'm watching his head just. In my speaking, basement. Speaking of, of bobbleheads, real quick, not to deter from our, our moments, but can we get PLL Funko Pops? Please. Like, I need PLL figurines. Please. Even if it's just the mascots, like Something. how they did for the backyard lacrosse and make the Funko Pops look like that, that would be mm. amazing. Amazing. And can we start getting live action mascots? Like, can we just have like a scorpion in a cage on the sideline? Can we have Chaz running around the stadium when the water dogs are playing? Like just a bear rolls in like the fucking jackass forever trailer. <laughs> we got a bear in one corner and and a bull in the other. <laughs> when Woods and Atlas play. That's insane. Oh my god, I would love it. Or at least like make some costumes. Let's get you can't have RJ doing all the, the running around, which I mean he's great at, but they pull that man in a thousand different directions at all time of the game. I'm surprised his limbs are still attached. Those were all good moments, and I will make mine different so that we don't have the same. So my number five um, is going to be when Paul broke the points record on Long Island. Uh, it was dope just to like watch that in person. Um and then kind of getting the little inside that ESPN tweeting at the at the PLL account from the ESPN account. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so Paul breaking the all-time points record for field lacrosse uh, was number five. Number four, um, 
uh, Jack Rowlett coming on the pod. Like, that was just electric content. Like, he gave us almost an hour, uh, knighted us as part of the 3.2%. Like, Jack Rowlett coming on the pod was amazing. Um, number three... He then invited us to an after party that he didn't yeah. go to. That is that is that is going to be my number two moment. Um, <laughs> number three is definitely opening weekend um, for a number of different reasons outside of my car getting demolished by potholes. Um, because the combination of opening weekend being one back out on the road and covering the PLO in person. Two, it being at Gillette Stadium and kind of getting that NFL stadium experience. Three, meeting Pat Pitts in person for the first time. I cannot wait for the day I get to meet Pat Pitts in person. Also an honorary island boy. Oh, 100. I texted him last night at like 2 in the morning when I was editing. So I was like, please tell me you know who the island boys are. And he texted me back at 4 (laughs) a.m. He was watching island boys for two hours. I think he was at work, but he texted me back, all caps, the island boys. <laughs> so I guarantee that's going to be part of our uh, play pickup stream tonight, 8 o'clock or 8.30 Eastern time uh, for Thursday Night Football. Tune in. Shout out to the homies at play pickup. Um, I'm around for that tonight. If you want to extend the Biggest shit show of the game. You are more than invited. Oh yeah, let's go. Um, so opening and plus like opening weekend spiraled into you being my co-host. So like, come on. Uh, so that was electric. Uh, number two, Jack Rowlett inviting us to the after party and celebrating Chaos's championship was just amazing. Championship environment. Uh, getting called out by Blaze in the press conference for drinking a Coca-Cola. Not a sponsor, but that was hilarious. The whole championship weekend environment was just... The amount of drinks I had slapped out of my hand by Jared Newman <laughs> that Sunday night was ridiculous. Every time he came up to me, he either was fisting all the ice out of my drink or he was just slapping it out of my hand. Oh, what's that? A Coors Light? Here's a Vizzy. Empty. Empty. Here, take this, bro. I'm chilling. Uh, and then number one for me is the PLL, like literally going like full blown Yu Gi Oh when they're inside Yugi's head, and it's just like the pyramid, and there's all these doors and stuff. The PLL entering our brains and taking every idea we've ever mentioned on this podcast and bringing it to life. Whether it was the video game to the jerseys coming out. They literally took ideas that we have talked about for years and made them reality. Uh, plus, they followed us on social media, too, so like gave us some legitimacy there. Um, Maybe we should just talk about us being in studio, pregame, halftime, postgame. Yeah, you know. Maybe they'll hear it. OTB presented by the Premier Lacrosse League. Sounds legit to me. Very, very legit. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call my number one the PLL brain entry because they like literally that. entered our brains like fucking Ozzy and Drake's. Also, PLL, are you listening? Those uh, jerseys that popped out a couple days ago wouldn't mind making those, you know, 
tertiary jerseys for the year. Every Friday, team, Friday every team needs an every team needs an alternate. Friday night color rush. Need it. Need it. Um, so yeah, those are our PLL day moments. Um PLL is super important to just our company in general. It helped us pop off the way we have and have been able to do some absolutely wild things. Um, so extremely grateful for the PLL. Can't wait to celebrate PLL Day. If you missed it at the beginning of the episode, somehow you fast forwarded for whatever reason, we will be doing a live stream PLL Day night around like 9.30 Eastern time at OTB Pod at Underground PHI on Twitter and Underground Sports Philadelphia's Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash PHI. Follow the channel so you know when we go live. We're going to be opening up PLL Tops cards and some other cards in between, too, to celebrate PLL Day um, in the best way possible. It's going to be a ton of fun. Come join the comments section. Uh, let's, let's blow this thing up, have some fun. I know uh, PLL card extraordinaire Michael Harrison followed us. Uh, and he seems very excited. A bunch of people, when we tweeted it out, seemed very excited about the the stream. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be happening Friday, October 22nd, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll keep you guys up to date on Twitter. That's why you got to follow us on social media, too, at OTB Laxpod. It's where you'll get the information immediately uh, to know when we're going to go live. We'll tweet out the link, too, to the Twitch channel. It'll be live on our Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, so follow us on social at OTB LaxPod, Twitter, Instagram. If you or somebody you know is interested in getting into social media, we are onboarding social media interns right now. Go to undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com to fill out the application. It's the first blog link. You click on that. The link is in the blog. Uh, Be a friend, tell a friend, spread that around like wildfire. Follow DJ on Twitter at SCS underscore next great. Follow me at KBIZZL311. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know what your favorite moment from the PLL season was this year. Give us your PLL Day, you know, trends and and things that you're going to be doing to celebrate PLL Day. Uh, let us know your your top PLL uh, tops card pulls that you've gotten. Everything in between. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Five stars only, though, because we have standards. We know you do too. We know they're five stars. And you can also check us out on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, we are there. And uh, we will be back next week because by the time we're talking to you next week, it will be PLL training camp or not PLL, NLL training camp Eve, DJ. The NLL training camp opens up a week from today. It'll also be the day before my birthday. So it'll be the old man podcast. Um, You're not old. <laughs> you make me feel young. You are young, you asshole. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. My, For everybody okay. at home, DJ is six years younger than me, which sometimes I, I find hard to believe because it feels like we're like the same age. <laughs> That's why I try to tell you you're not old. <laughs> that you're always like, I want to be you when I grow up. And I'm like, we're the same. I'm like, wait, fuck. I was in kindergarten when DJ was born. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you have an immature brain or if my brain is mature. You know what? Let's go with my brain's mature. It's both. (laughs) Somewhere in the middle. We We got immature brains. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Tune in 
twitch.tv slash underground sports phi every thursday night for our thursday night props presented by pickup uh for thursday night football i'm sure we're going to be keeping a tally of how many times we sing the island boy song tonight (laughs) it's going to be an electric factory um come and watch kb cry because this fantasy team's going to blow it this week oh they 1000 percent are they 1000 percent are Dearness Johnson's probably going to rush for like 10 yards. Screw me over. I thought about picking him up, and I went, nah. I mean, everybody else on that roster is injured, so I said, all right, let's go with a healthy person because I need Case a running back. Keenum. Let's go. Suitcase Keenum. Just let's in go. Case Keenum. So excited for Case Keenum. Uh, so subscribe to the podcast. Check out the intern application if you feel like you're going to be able to fill that role or fit that role. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. And, of course, follow us on social media. And don't miss out on our Tops PLL card opening stream Friday night, October 22nd, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Twitch.tv slash PHI, And on Twitter at OTBLaxPod at UndergroundPHI. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Tomahawk Shades, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, and Kenwood Beer. Go to TomahawkShades.com, use promo code USP, get 25% off your order at checkout. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, get the vodka soda party packs at StatesideVodka.com. You got to be 21 or older to do so, and of course, please drink responsibly. And Kenwood Beer, go to KenwoodBeer.com, use the Kenny tracker, see who's got Kenwood on tap, and you got to be 21 or older to do so, and of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 192 of the Outside the Box podcast, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. We are all island boys. For DJ, I'm KB. Till next week, we are getting the hell out of here. Peace. Peace.